Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. We're talking QB tiers next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Adam Azer. And look, training camp starts in about a week. We're right around the corner to the start of really the unofficial start of fantasy football draft prep season. And it's time to talk about tiers. You know, we've been talking about it all offseason, obviously. This week on the full episodes of fantasy football today, we're doing every position. We're doing the same thing on FFT and 5, just a little quicker. And we're going to start at the quarterback position. How many quarterbacks belong in the top tier? Three, three, uh, Mahomes, Allen, yes. Fritz. And where should they be drafted? Yeah, I think uh, mid to late round two would be the earliest when you start mm-hmm. to feel not great about someone else. I mean, to me, that's probably more like round three, but I think mid to late round two. I, I think yeah. you can make a case that <clears throat> Mahomes and Allen should be in like a mini tier of their own and then Hertz is in his own mini tier just because Mahomes and Allen, we've obviously seen them do this now for three or four years in their cases, whereas Hertz has only really played on this level for one year. So if there's any regression, that wouldn't necessarily be surprising. But I think he's a clear step up from the next tier. Now, the question is, who's in tier two for you, Adam? Yeah, it's a little bit different, I think, in four point versus six point. Sure. Uh, that's not at least. But I'll, I'll say Burrow is clearly in that. Um, <laughs> you know, Burrow, I, I would say Burrow, Herbert. Fields and Jackson. Mm-hmm. Lawrence is in his own tier for me. He's his, his own tier three, but Lawrence, Herbert, Fields, and Jackson. Yeah, I agree with that group. I have them in this order Jackson, Burrow, Herbert, and Fields. And obviously, you know, when we're drafting, it's usually Burrow in the fourth spot, especially when you look at ADP. Jackson will go ahead of him occasionally. I think Fields, it's a lot less frequent. And then Justin Herbert's the one guy who. I feel like in drafts often can be a little bit forgotten, but the way I look at it is kind of, you know, Joe Burrow is going to be like a fourth round pick in most leagues. And, and Justin Fields is probably going to go maybe two rounds later. And I kind of think they're just the same guy. You know, we, we've seen fields or uh, Herbert, excuse me, 26 points per game in his first two NFL seasons. That's where Burrow got last season. Obviously Herbert took a big step back last season, but with Kellen Moore taking over as offensive coordinator, we talked about, on last Friday's episode, Dan Schneier and I about Justin Herbert as a bounce back candidate. I feel really good about him getting back to that 25 point per game range. How do you th- feel about Justin Herbert? I feel really good about him. I talked about this on the full length show. I just want to clarify. I may have said uh, on the second time, I may have said Lawrence Jackson Fields Herbert. I meant Burrow. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, Lawrence is just behind these guys. I feel great about Herbert. I, I looked at some of the most uh, the pleasant surprises at the quarterback position over the last five seasons, and there were a handful of them that were veterans who bounced back from bad years and had already done it before. He's that. And there were a handful of them that had new offensive coordinators mm-hmm. like Ben Roethlisberger in 2018, like Dak Prescott in 2019. 
Um, yeah, so there was one other that I'm, that I'm, oh, oh, Kirk Cousins last year, you know, we saw just an uptick in pass attempts, for example, and a really good fantasy season for him. So, uh, I think, uh, that those two things work in his favor and he will be, he's done it before and he's got a new offensive coordinator. Both will help. I feel very confident in him. I actually don't feel as confident in Lamar Jackson. I'm going sure. date to put him in this tier, but he probably deserves it. Um, but I am a little worried for him. He does also meet that criteria, right? Veteran guy who's been great before and has a new offensive coordinator. I'm not better. He's been better. Not just great. He's been better than anyone we've seen in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, you At his best. That, that, yeah. 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 Right. Just I'm a little nervous about him adjusting to a new system. Sure. He's, he's a different type of quarterback now playing maybe a different brand of football. And we're assuming this is a big upgrade in wide receiver group, but I mean, Odell Beckham, I don't think, has had over 600 yards since 2019. Uh, Zay Flowers, obviously unproven. Rashad Bateman's been pretty disappointing. But then I look back at the beginning of last season before Bateman got hurt. I think Jackson was averaging 40 points per game through his first three games. He was having an absolutely absurd start to the season. So it's an upside-downside thing. You have Trevor Lawrence in his own tier after that group, right? I do. I think he has more upside than Dak Prescott and Tua Tungavailoa. Um, I will quibble on the upside. I think two has got comparable, maybe even higher upside, but obviously Lawrence much safer. I, yeah, I think so. I think you could say that about Deshaun Watson too. I think Watson has, has similar Mm -hmm. upside because he has shown it. So maybe Lawrence shouldn't be in that, that tier. Uh, but I just, I have a hard time seeing Lawrence having a bad year. That's kind of what it is. The other guys, I could see them having a bad year more easily than Lawrence. And then who's in that next tier for you? So that would be Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, and Tua Tungavailoa. Am I forgetting someone? I feel like I'm missing someone. I've got Anthony Richardson in there, oh, yeah, and I'm pretty sure the the consensus, at least among our guys, we're very high. I think he's QB 10 at least for Dave, Jamie, and Heath. He's 12 for me. Um, that is maybe the ultimate boomer bust pick of the year, right? Oh, 100%. Although I seriously have a hard time seeing him booming because I think his passing numbers are going to be absolutely putrid. And if you look at the mobile quarterbacks who have had boom years, they've also had really good passing years. So I could see I could see it from Justin Fields. You know, I could see him approaching 30 touchdown passes and 3,000 yards, something like that passing, maybe no more than that, 3,200. I can't see Richardson mm-hmm. like even coming close. So... Uh, no, I, I think like QB eight, even with all the rushing, I think QB eight is kind of the ceiling for Richardson, but I, I am definitely the low guy at CBS on him. Yeah, I, I will. I think after this, the tiers get pretty wide open and it's just kind of take your pick. I will say, I think you can make a pretty good case for Geno Smith belonging in that previous tier. It's, it's one of those tough ones where the tape, the statistical numbers, everything you want to look at, the advanced metrics, they all say Geno Smith played at an outstanding level last season. It's just we've only seen him do it once, and so there are reasons to be skeptical. But he was arguably the best deep passer in the NFL. He's got an, uh, an incredible receiving core with the addition of Jackson Smith and Jigba. It could be a situation where we're looking back at you know Geno Smith as QB 14 in ADP and thinking, well, that was a mistake because he might end up finishing like QB six or something. So yeah, he, he's another guy I think might belong in that group. Yep, Rogers. I like Rogers better than Geno Smith. Sure, he may not be a popular pick, but I just if somebody can go out and play at an MVP level, I think it's Rogers more likely than Geno. I think you started to see the regression toward the end of the season with all the interceptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a recent guest that said Geno had the most interceptable passes that were not actually intercepted last year. 
uh, and then, you know, started to not get away with it at the end of the season. So yeah. I'm not real. That's the tier I avoid, to be quite honest with you. I, I don't want to be in the Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, Aaron Rodgers group necessarily. I'd rather just wait for Russell Wilson and, and no, I'm not going to say Tannehill, but he's creeping into that discussion. My, my view on that group and, and part of the reason why I don't love them is just if I'm taking one of those guys, I'm probably taking a second quarterback. And I just don't think that's the most efficient way to build a roster. I, I typically only want one quarterback on my team and just not have to worry about it. So I'm typically taking from one of the top two tiers. That's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll be back tomorrow to talk RB tier. We'll see you then. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You don't want to find out. Mayor of Kingstown, new season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.